Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion, and we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made the show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. This week, we are joined by our friend Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Great. You're doing good. Um, and you picked the show we're watching today, so tell our listeners, what are we watching? We are watching Sonic the Hedgehog, the Saturday morning version. We are watching an actual Saturday morning cartoon today. <laughs> we have drifted a bit from that, so we're getting back to our roots. Yes. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I know I watched a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. I am not sure it was this one. No, there are two. There's one that's like uh, like the poor man's Looney Tunes where it's yeah. a bunch of slapstick. And then at yeah. the end they say, kids, don't do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Which is more like a Saturday morning cartoon, so it's weird that they right, didn't right. make that the Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> I was very confused when I was looking this whole thing up, because that just seems so much more like what I would expect the Saturday morning cartoon to be, but this is this is the one that I think people should talk about. Um, how about you, Lee? Did you yeah, see this? I probably did. I just do not remember. Um, most of my Sonic the Hedgehog memories are with playing the Zenis' video game. Of course. Um, of course, but yeah, I, I probably watched this. I just I don't have fond memories of it so i'm super excited to watch this with everybody and how about you andrew um it's pretty much same with lee i like i like the sega games a lot uh, especially i was usually the fat one of the faster kids in class mm-hmm. so i guess speed match with speed and also the sega genesis at that time was in my sister's room so i thought it was like what the big kids played i mean it was advertised as such you know the sega did a a lot of their advertising to be like the teenager system. They wanted everyone whose older brother had a Genesis. That's that's what they were trying to go for. So that's exactly yeah. That's exactly what they wanted. And that was exactly my memories. I, I, I talked about my cousin a lot on this podcast, but Jimmy McCann was like my older cousin. I guess that you could call him my older big brother because I didn't have a brother growing up. Yeah. And a lot of my memories playing video games were at his house. And he had the Sega Genesis, and we played a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I mean, and it was a great game. Yeah, it was. It's. I said, still great. I mean, we yeah. were able to get our own Genesis from our own house, and we play it quite frequently. Yeah. Like I just, I just love that game. It's just they so hold up. fun. It's an incredible soundtrack the yeah. whole, all the way through. Yeah, we're great. No yeah. question about it. Yeah, and I just, I just love going around the, the pinwheel and just grabbing all the <laughs> rings. That is, I just love that. All right, well, well, guys, why don't we, why don't we put this thing on and see what we think? Yeah, sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Cool. Blue streak speeds by. Sonic the Hedgehog. He's the fastest thing alive. And we're back. So we just finished watching, kind of. The first episode of Sonic the Hedgehog, the Saturday morning cartoon. Um, coming right out of it, I do want to say, before I said I wasn't sure if i seen this, as soon as I heard the theme song, I absolutely have. And um, I fucking loved it. Yes, the easily. theme song kicks that butt. Oh, it totally does. It's so good. Oh, yeah, the theme song is great. But yeah, as soon as that theme song came on, yeah, i definitely seen this too. And I am so here for this. And I loved it. <laughs> Now, I will say we we opted not to watch the first episode of the show because 
they they made the pilot and then they started making the rest of the show and as they started making the rest of the show the animation improved when they we got like a flow going so the executives opted to air the pilot the first episode last because it didn't look as nice as the later episodes so as far as like establishing the storyline of like the freedom fighters against Robotnik, that came last. That was the last thing you saw, oh, but it was the first thing they made. So I thought that made more sense for us to watch that, uh, watch it this way. Um, because I didn't want another real Ghostbusters situation oh, yeah. where the first episode of Real Ghostbusters made absolutely no sense. No, it did not. Um, no, but yeah, this like while it wasn't like an official origin story. I mean, we did get like what robotics were like what happened to sonic's like uncle and his dog like right. what the whole like what the whole like rivalry was and what's our, and who all the characters were so yeah we did get a lot of origin story out of this episode right yeah this was intended to be the pilot they just happened to air it last oh weird because of the, the executive decision so and i noticed some differences too like the walrus rotor i remember him being fatter for some reason yeah and <laughs> yeah, sally I think they changed some of the characters as it went on too and that's why this last episode looks different because you know, again, they changed it. Very weird decisions were made. Sally was pink. Yeah, which yeah, threw me they, off. Yeah, that's why. That's why it looks a little different. But again, as far as establishing story, I think this episode made the most sense for us to watch. Um, now, this show was created by Len Jansen, um, who was also the creator of the Real Ghostbusters. Interestingly enough, oh, that's we just so, mentioned and it. that's so funny because the Real Ghostbusters pilot was a hot mess. So I'm glad we made the decision that we did to watch it in the yeah. order that we did because, yeah, that was – we got no origin story out of that Real Ghostbusters. Real Ghostbusters, uh, Andrew, did the same thing. The origin story, like the pilot that explains how yeah. Slimer became friends with the Ghostbusters, was like 12 episodes in. So we watched just the first episode, and it made no sense. So but why would they decide to even do that? Like, whose idea was that? And then who I agreed no to idea. that? Yeah, because, yeah. like, as soon as we see, like, uh, people that go to see Real Ghostbusters, I mean, they know it from the movies and everything. And, like, Slimer's not a friend in the movies. No. And he was there. And I was like, so when did Slimer become friends? It's very confusing. It's very, <laughs> very confusing. We definitely, if I had my shit together more then, like I do now, we would have watched the whatever 12th episode it was, like we are here. No, yeah, but, but I mean, um, it was like, what was it, our second episode? I think so. Yeah. Second or third. Second, yeah. Um, the music, particularly the theme, was done by a man named Michael Travana. Um, I don't really know anything else he's done except for he did the original music for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, that's oh, super really? cool. Most of the soundtrack is, is like 80s songs, but yeah. all the original stuff is, is the same guy who did this. Oh, super cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the... He wrote the song, and then it's listed performed by the Nosy Neighbors. Is that like his band? I, I don't know. I spent like an hour, and I could not find any evidence of this band existing, <laughs> with the exception of them being listed in the credits of this it's one. It's probably a red herring. Just yeah, just I'm thinking it's his like defunct band from the 90s that <laughs> never got off. But yeah, there there is no evidence of their existence <laughs> on the internet anywhere. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Production and animation-wise, and it's really interesting because this isn't the biggest American animation house, but this is the third week in a row we're watching a DIC Entertainment production. Oh, yeah, oh. I remember the geek at yeah. the end of every episode. Yeah. They're, they were probably like they were probably like fourth if you listed the, the um, animation studios. They're probably like fourth. So it's just really interesting that the last three weeks we happened to be on them, but they were chosen – 
to do this by Sega for a reason. Do you remember any other shows that they did that would compel Sega to choose? Hopefully not that Legend of Zelda one. Oh, it was. Oh, oh wait, really? They did <laughs> wow, all really? of Nintendo's that one TV shows. <laughs> they did all of it. Captain N, the Game Master, the Super Show, Mario Brothers, all of it. Oh, my God. Um, so Sega at this point was trying, Not I don't know if topple is the right word, but they were trying to compete and take uh, Nintendo's like share of the gaming market. So they saw the shows that Nintendo had, and they picked the same company to try and take that space. Um, so with that, DIC Entertainment had the rights to Sonic. So they pitched this show to ABC with a small caveat. They wanted to make this show, airing it on ABC, as well as licensing it to syndication on cable. And ABC said no, absolutely not. And that was not the thing that happened. Yeah. So, and this is where things get confusing, they said, fine, we'll make Sonic the Hedgehog for you exclusively, ABC. But we're also going to make the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and sell that to cable networks. And that is how we ended up with having two Sonic the Hedgehog TV shows that were airing at the same time. And I remember both, and I loved both. Because before I started doing the research, I thought one came out and then a couple years later the other. Oh, no. no. Weeks apart. These wow. Days. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't remember which one I watched, but now, yeah. like, hearing the theme song, I definitely watched oh, this yeah. one. I don't know about the other one. I'll, I definitely I'll have watched to watch both. the other one. Yeah. Yeah, the other one's more like a Looney Tunes screwball comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is much more of what I would expect from a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. fair. Um, so it's interesting that this is the one that ended up actually being out on Saturday mornings. But, um, yeah, we, we talk about time machines on this podcast a lot. Those songs that like as soon as you hear them, you're back on your parents' couch with a bowl of cereal <laughs> watching TV. And as soon as that theme song started, I, I, I remember everything. It just all came rushing back. So oh, I was rocking out. Super fun. I yeah. believe there was a Sonic the Hedgehog cereal. So Oh, there definitely there was. was. Yeah. There most so yeah, was. if you were on your couch with that <laughs> cereal, that would have been even really funny. Yeah. We'll get to the cast later, but I do just want to say the same person who voiced Sonic in this show also voiced Sonic in the other show. Okay. But that was the only crossover. No, there was no other actors. I actually know the voice actor for that one. Oh, cool. Don't say it. I'm saving that for last because <laughs> it's interesting. Um, but yeah, so because of that weird syndication thing, because Sonic was like the hot property in 1993. So DIC just wanted to get as much money as they could out of it. That's why they were trying to release this show and release it on syndication. But since ABC said absolutely not, they just did two separate shows. <laughs> so they got two um two incomes. They didn't put as much money into the second show. Also, uh, the second yeah. show came out first. Huh. They started production at around the same time, but the first show, because it, they didn't put as much effort into it, the Adventures actually aired first, even though it was the second idea. Oh, wow. I remember liking Adventures more than this one because I, I was a fan of Tales and Tales had a, a bigger role in that one. That's fair. And this one's for a, a kid. It sometimes it can get a little scary. But. It, yeah, it's a little darker. It's definitely for, and I mean, it makes sense because again, Sega was shooting for like the older brother market. So it, it was definitely for a slightly older audience than your, your average Saturday morning cartoon. Um, Cast wise, and I think this is interesting. 
if you were to just pitch to me, I want to make a Saturday morning cartoon with like all the best actors in 1993. This is pretty close to what you would get. With the exception of Sonic, who wasn't really a cartoon actor, everyone else is people we've talked about. Wow. So before I get into the cast, I'm going to ask Lee a question I haven't gotten to ask in a while, but what would Frank Welker do? I was just about to say that. Um, was he the dog? He was not the dog. Darn, Tails? No. He Step was here. the chicken. The, the uh, chicken? Cluck? The oh, oh, that, that would have been my next guy. Robot chicken. I was even thinking about that when the when the because that was the first thing that came on the screen was was the robot with the chicken. I was yep. like, huh, I wonder if that's Frank Welker, yep. and it totally is. Yep. That makes that's sense. That's exactly the kind of thing Frank yeah. Welker would do. Yeah, he does. You need the unicorn. He literally does everything. Yeah, I love it. How much could he have gotten paid for to do a robot chicken? Though? I don't know. He also now Frank Welker. His career was really built on like, you bring him in to do thirty characters. With 30 different voices that are all distinct and unique. So that way you don't have to bring in 30 different actors. So he did Cluck as his, like, character. But he also voiced a bunch of the, um, a bunch of the SWAT bots and the SWAT bombers. He, he voiced a bunch of, like, the random characters that are in the background. Because that was just what he did. So he's basically like a Muppeteer almost. Because, like, Muppeteer... Yeah, he, he probably voiced everyone that isn't, like, a main character. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know... He can do that. Exactly. You get 800 credits on your IMDb page because you're talented. I'm just saying. The, <laughs> yeah. dude's a, the dude's a legend. Yeah. Um, I don't think either of you would ever guess who voiced Dr. Robotnik. I wouldn't have guessed it. And I know it. Huh. His name is Jim Cummings. And the voice of Dr. Robotnik is Winnie the motherfucking Pooh. Oh, cool. <laughs> I did not know he could do that. No. That was a character that I did not expect. No, I, w- I wouldn't have expected that. They modulated it and put some reverb on. They did some stuff to it, but still, he... That's a character that I did not know he was capable of. That was that was super cool to see to see him dig in that deep. That changes everything I know about Winnie the Pooh. Right? I'll never look right? at him the same again. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair to Jim Cummings, I think he has 500 IMDb credits, so he's got a lot going on that I've definitely not seen, but it's just that was not the kind of character I expected from him, and he absolutely nailed it. It actually made me go back and look and see who played Dr. Claw, because he was giving me Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget vibes. That was going to be my guess. but And that was Frank Welker. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. The... um. His little sidekick, Snively, that's Charlie Adler. We talked about him two weeks ago. He was in Rock and Wrestling. Oh, wow. Um, he was T-Bone on SWAT Cats. He's Starscream on Transformers. Another just absolute juggernaut voice actor. He's in a ton of shit. Um, Bonnie Robot. That's or Bunny Robot. Or Bunny Rabbi. Robot. Rabbi Bonnie Robot. <laughs> I have it written right. I just can't read. And I'm not smart. You are not. <laughs> Bunny Rabot. That's Christine Cavanaugh. She's Babe in Babe. Oh, my God. She's Dexter in Dexter's Lab. But, and this is what I hear when I see Bunny. She's Chucky Finkel. Oh. From a uh, from Rugrats. Yeah. And I can hear that. That I can hear. Yeah, I, I think I could hear that as well. Um. The Benedict Arnold guy, Antoine. A.K.A. Pepe Le Pew in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Rob Paulson. He's um 
Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. He's Yakko from the Animaniacs. Wow. And he's the original Raphael. Oh my God, that's so, super cool. Again, yeah. Absolute just juggernaut voice actor. Um, and then the last one of this group, and then we'll talk about Sonic. But um, Princess Acorn is Kath Susie. Phil and Lil from Yeah, Rugrats. yeah, a lot of Rugrats um, names Hubert on here. Farmsworth from Futurama. She's probably in three, four hundred things. As yeah. Well. These are all just absolute juggernaut voice actors. And then for Sonic, they pick, I, I would say an outsider as far as voice acting. They pick Jolene White. What's his real name, though? Do you know who Jolene White is, Lee? <laughs> I probably will as soon as you say it. Steve Urkel. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you can fucking hear it. Yeah, definitely. Urkel. definitely. This is Very him. nasally. <laughs> yeah, this is like season three of Urkel, too. Because yeah. I think they started in 90 or 89. Yeah, they're around so, the same time. You know, this, he's he's pretty popular at this point. Wow. Sonic, who's probably the, the property of the time. Wow. So, oh, my God. It's a pretty good get. It's a pretty good get. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Sounds like they got the 90s dream team. It really is. Like, if I were to make, other than, like I said, he's an outsider, but other than him, if I were to pick, like, all of my absolute, maybe throw in Tress McNeil. Yeah. I don't see Tress McNeil, but, like, other than that, man, this is who I would pick to do a show. These are all just absolute badass actors. The only way to make this more 90s is have, like, the Spin Doctors do the theme song. Oh, oh God! I would not watch that. <laughs> I truly, truly hate that. Gotta go fast I now. <laughs> I get, my friend has a podcast. Um, he's probably gonna be on here at some point. We were on his podcast. Um, my friend has a podcast called One Hit Thunder, where he reviews one hit wonders and talks about whether or not they should. They be were two hit, hit wonders. wonders. We we argue about it all the time <laughs> on on the Discord group or the uh, Facebook discussion group. And I, I'm alone in this, but I really hate that band. Yeah. I hate both of those songs. I, <laughs> every, I just truly despise all of it. And Agree to disagree. People, uh, ask, people yeah. love it. Yeah, he loves it. So yeah. he, by all means, Chris, love you. I hate those songs. I really do. I super, <laughs> super hate those songs. Um, we did The Freshman by The Verve Pipe because I am a depressed person. Oh, I love that song. I do too. I really do. We played it at our wedding. It's about suicide. That's fine. It's cool. Yeah, it's a great song. It's totally appropriate well, for a wedding. <laughs> but. Yeah, this this cast, man. It's a solid cast. Yeah, and we've talked about like most of these people, maybe all these people. We've definitely previous, talked about all of these people. On before. previous podcasts. So, yeah, yeah this. No they're, question they're about it. They're just that. legends. And no, they're all a, just on this awesome Sonic the Hedgehog show. Like, it's great. Now, this was a, this was a 90s dream team. Now, we had mentioned earlier this show ran for two seasons on ABC and then got canceled. What I didn't know when I started doing the research for this episode, and thank you for choosing it, Andrew, because I did not know the rabbit hole was going to send me down with the two different shows and like why there was two different shows. But also, this show is so beloved that for about 10 years after this show, there was a very active fan fiction community oh, God. working on a season three oh. that is now they started a patreon and is like crowdfunding a season three. Oh, that's super cool as of like last week i i checked the patreon feed they're they're still like doing things that's awesome um so that's it's called team season and the second s in season is a three so team season three um, but yeah, apparently this is like a beloved show that people are still clamoring about that I just did not know. That was a complete surprise to me. Yep, did not yeah. have that third season. I think Knuckles was supposed to be in the third one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. 
And apparently the um the original writer like put out after the show was canceled, he put out what season three was going to be. So that's what they're kind of working off of. They're they're using that as the backbone for season three. So it is, you know, what the original writer wanted season three to be. It's interesting. I don't know if I'm going to go down that road because it does get a little fanficy. But well, yeah. I will probably continue to watch this because I really did like this. Yeah. And I hear it gets really good as it goes too. Like the story actually like continues and develops and people come and go and I hear it's good. That's great. No, these characters are just like so ones you just want to learn more about. They're relatable. Like this this whole this I guess call it pilot or episode thirteen, whatever you want to call it. Right. It just kept me interested. It's just such a fun it's just such a it was just a fun show yeah i definitely want to watch more of it um maybe check out because i always like to see like if people are really excited about something and are coming together and creating something like that's kind of neat so i kind of would want to check out the patreon but i i was skimming through the patreon and some of it gets real fanficy. like there was a um there was a picture of bunny rabbit and um and princess acorn Oh, okay. Not like Rule 34, but approaching Rule 34. Oof. That's fan so, fiction for you. That's fan fiction yes, for you. Yes, it is. Yes. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how far teen- down that road I want to go. It's made by teenagers. So. Right. Yeah. Which is weird because they weren't alive when this came out. Exactly. That's yeah. fine. Uh, not, yeah, definitely don't want to go down that road. But <laughs> so because I don't also don't want to go down that road, I also like to always bring up in these shows the toy lines and things like that. Um, I believe there was either, I don't know if it was McDonald's or Burger King, but they did McDonald's, have Sonic the Hedgehog. definitely McDonald's. It was definitely McDonald's, yeah. yeah. Um, that's something I'd probably want to add to my collection. I haven't seen anything out there yet. I mean, I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to RetroCon in a couple weeks where they have a lot of cool not. 80s 90s things i mean i've seen a bunch of tails and knuckles out toys out there um so definitely things i would be looking for but yeah i don't like fan fiction but i do like toys have you been to retrocon andrew i have not it's very cool uh it's out in oaks and it's like an 80s 90s con not like a comic con but it's like 80s 90s con so like there's people cosplaying as mutant ninja turtles and masters of the universe it's People selling old GI Joes and Transformers. It's it's pretty cool, and they usually have guests from like these cartoons um, there a lot too. Well, I got yeah. a pair of size, no. so I guess I can go as Raphael. Nice. There you go. Yeah, they do have a, a lot. Of, I think like one of the Ninja Turtles was there one time. Uh, the Ren and Stimpy guys, like they're all they're they're in New Jersey, so they're yeah. at like all the cons. Um, it, was, it was Rob Paulson that was there, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Which yeah. Th- that we just mentioned him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, they always have like cool guests there. So yeah. definitely, if you're around, come check it out. We'll definitely be there. Yeah, when's the next one? September 25th and 26th. I'll actually be mentioning it in my little blurb at the end. Yeah, but <laughs> oh. that's Oaks, Pennsylvania. We just love, love RetroCon. Um, hopefully someday they are listening to this and just know how much we love and appreciate their show. Yeah. We just... I want to have them on as a guest just because it's so funny. We talk about it so much because it really is like there's Comic Cons, but they're like, this is a con specific to like what this podcast is all about it's just it's all about the 80s and 90s pop culture and we fucking love it so here we are we it comes up a lot because we just love it that much yes yes but yeah i don't know i don't know if the question that i normally ask really applies here because there was a um there was a sonic the hedgehog movie like a year ago 
Uh, yes, you're going to make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. There's no question. Of course, about that. but yeah. So I'm going to forego the usual question because yeah. obviously anyone with their right mind would make yeah. a Sonic the Hedgehog TV show or movie. Even though Sega's, they've had it rough for the last decade or so. Yeah. They yeah, were riding high for a while and then it just came a crumbling down. Can't remember the last time they made a good Sonic game. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. That last one was like the 3D one. I think it was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. That was pretty rough. Yeah. Did you see um, it, Andrew? I don't. We didn't. The, the see movie. It. I I saw it. Yeah. You did see. What'd you think? Uh, I I went in it not expecting much, so I wasn't disappointed. I'll oh, see well, that's good. Yeah. And Tails was at the end. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. That's a spoiler. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do want to check it out at some point. Not spend money. I didn't want to spend I money. I thought Harry oh, yeah. looked like he'd be a fine Robotnik. He was doing his Jim Carrey thing. Oh, he was being yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Essentially yeah. Ace Ventura with a mustache. Yeah, I was fine with it. No, I mean the, the they put out a game that was called Sonic the Hedgehog that was like a three D oh, yeah, reboot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Of, um, He's in love with a woman. Kind of like uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. That was weird. Yeah, because he definitely like hooks up with her at some point. So that was weird. Oh, weird. It was also just bad. It was very bad, like as far as a game is concerned. But they also put out a uh, Sonic Mania, which was like a that. new throwback to the old style, and it was incredible. That oh, one that was good. Really cool. Not made by yeah. Sega though. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sega's. They're licensing at this point. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they're making anything anymore. Stick with that, Sega. Yeah, it's probably probably for the best. Don't yeah. make any more systems. That was not a good idea. No. Although I still have my Dreamcast. And I do love it, but still. I do love the Dreamcast. Yeah, I, I'm all about the retro systems, but they don't need to make any more systems. We got our Nintendo it's probably and whatever best. else, PlayStation, Xbox. Like We don't need any more systems. Yeah. All right, well, Andrew, thank you for coming on and hanging out with us. This was awesome. This was a great pick, and I'm super... Super stoked I got to go down this weird-ass rabbit hole for yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Oh, same. I might, um, I might uh, start watching some of these episodes later. I think I'm going to, too. I really liked this. Yeah. Um, this is the part of the show where Lee tells our listeners where they can come find us. Great. Let me bring up my lovely calendar, <laughs> and then we I will tell you where we'll be. We have a couple things, but not much, but... Yeah, we do have a couple things. Feels so, like a lot after 2020. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for August, our next show will be August 14th. Um, we will be out in Dover, Delaware um, at Dover Comic Con. Um, do come check that out, especially if you're on the way to Ocean City, Maryland, or any of the Delaware beaches. Um, it's a great time. There's a lot of cosplay, a lot of awesome vendors, a couple that we call our friends. Um, just so much fun there. It will be super hot, so hydrate, hydrate is very hydration is very important. Um, if you get hot, you can always go in the library. They also have some cool stuff going on in the library, but it's a great time. We always do really well there, so definitely, definitely come check that out. That's super cool. Um, and then we'll skip to September. September eighteenth, we'll be in Smithville, New Jersey, at the Smithville Art Walk. Put on our very great friend uh, Mike from the Underground which is in Smithville. Um, definitely come check out the, the couple past podcast guests will be there with us as well. Uh, Geek Boy Press, uh, Glow Mania, Bob Burke, also our good friend, uh, Jersey Jenny Popart, who listens to our podcast. Um, a lot yeah. of great friends. Definitely come check it out. Come check out the art. Um, Smithville's is a cool little place to walk around. Um, there'll be some bands. Definitely come check it out. It's a good day. And then, as I just mentioned, during the podcast, the show that I love so much and I look forward to year after year, RetroCon in Oaks, Pennsylvania, September 25th and September 26th. It's two days of just fun, 80s and 90s nostalgia. 
I get to spend lots of my money on McDonald's toys. She does. But yes, it's it's true. It, my collection is just growing and growing and growing. Um, but it's, it's so fun, and we'll we'll be there um, with a couple of our friends as well. Um, but yeah, definitely come check that out. It's a super cool show, and if you love nostalgia, definitely come. Retrocon, we love you. Please be on our podcast someday. <laughs> we we just we just love your con. Um, other than that, we don't have too much else going on. Um, we do have some of our items in the South Street Art Mart on South Street in Philly. Um, our two really good friends, Nicole and Nicole, run that shop. Um, if you're in South Street, definitely stop in and say hi to Nicole, to the Nicoles. Um, if you can't get down the South Street, that's perfectly okay. Um, they also have a website, and there are about probably 70 plus vendors in the shop it's just such an amazing shop just an amazing thing to experience so definitely check out the website or stop in the shop um and other than that um just make sure supporting small businesses supporting your restaurants supporting your friends um pandemic although they're saying it's ending it's not ending it's just getting worse and worse every day so just keep keep at it just support each other we're all here for each other um, and as usual, just thank you so much for listening to my spiel. Right. Um, thanks for listening. Remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Um, join our Facebook discussion group where we just post about these shows that we loved growing up. And um, we will see you guys again in a couple weeks. Peace. Adios. Hi, Geekscapists. The Geekscape Podfather, Jonathan here. In May, we lost one of our own, longtime Geekscapist Christopher Ellis, who was a friend and a part of our geek community from the very beginning. Chris even met his wife Sarah through our podcast, and their 2015 wedding seemed like a giant Geekscape party. Chris's final weeks battling in the hospital shed light on a huge national problem. The COVID pandemic has almost completely depleted our national and local blood banks. These supplies are used by thousands of hospitals to provide life-saving treatments to patients or to buy enough time for loved ones just to say goodbye. So for the next month and beyond, we're going to do it big in Chris's memory and do some good in the process. We're throwing a blood drive. Visit www.aabb.org to find a donation center near you or visit other blood and platelet donation centers like the Red Cross. And let's make things interesting. For the next month, take a selfie of yourself donating with the hashtag GeekscapeGives and tag your favorite Geekscape podcast. We'll pick some charitable Geekscapists to send prizes to and the podcast that gets mentioned the most We'll also get some cool rewards. I should actually cancel the podcast that gets mentioned the least. Can I do that? Whatever. The point is, go out there and donate some blood, tag a selfie of yourself doing it with the hashtag GeekscapeGives, and get others to do the same. We couldn't save our friend Chris, but we can do a whole lot of good in his name. Geekscape forever! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.